Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's fired up. Uh, wow. Uh-huh. Hey, welcome yeah. back. Uh, hey. Welcome back, people of America and other planets, galaxies. You who live on the edge of the Andromeda galaxy. You who dwell in the shelter of the Lord. That we can't see you with the Hubble telescope, so we had to pay a billion dollars to get the web scope to see you. So, you people out there, welcome. Um, I want to introduce my friend, uh, Father Mahalo. Uh, <laughs> uh, back, back fresh from a uh, pilgrimage slash working trip slash little vacay to Merry Kaliki Maka is the right it was, way it was, to uh, say Merry Christmas to you. It was all of those things. Early. It was all of those things. Yeah? Did yeah. they drive on the left-hand side of the road, and did you use Hawaii, U.S. currency? US Hawaii currency? has elements of a different country. It definitely, there was a feels at times, and mostly just sort of, I mean, just kind of how it looked. Um, it just is not, there were times when I was like, am I in the United States right now? And which, of course, I was. It's different and very cool. I feel that way. And very cool. I feel that way when I go to Scotland. I feel that way when I go to Tulsa. Oh, that's a different country. No, right. Scotland Sorry. is. I feel that way when I go to Houston. What? On my one Houston's trip to Houston. Houston's like super American. There's highways everywhere. Everyone, you know, every kind of food you want. I feel like it's a different. I mean, there's like it's a such a mecca. Yeah. It's like Toronto of the South. Oh. You know how Toronto they say those like <laughs> Houston. Toronto of the South. Uh, minus the snow and the yodeling and the Tim Hortons donuts. I'll be next month to see my parents. <laughs> to Toronto? Oh. oh. The Toronto of the South. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kyle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Kyle Tr- Dowd. Kyle Dowd's oh, with yeah. us. Hi. You know, big, um, yeah, big, big Hawaii, place. I would say this. I would say... Go. I mean, I, what I loved, Fred, man, they... Hospitality, they got it down. Yeah? It is maybe the world's friendliest place. Wow. They... At the parish where I was, St. Michael the Archangel in Kona, which is the east, the east side of the Big Island. Yes. Um, they have a great sense of their own history, okay. I think. I visited like the, uh, the, the, the birthplace of King Kamehameha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, only that, king that cool. the United States has had. That was cool. Uh, and then, of course, they're saints. Every, every church. I visited probably 10 Catholic churches. Okay. Every church has St. Damien. And Saint Marianne Cope. Marianne Cope. Marianne Cope was came after was one of Damien's major helpers. She was from Syracuse, New York. Where oh, was, yes. where was I baptized? Syracuse, New York. Oh yeah. Basically oh. we're like the same person. Oh boy. Um and she was there she was on Molokai helping with the lepers. And she's a she's a blessed too. She's a saint. Whoa. Twenty twelve. Damien's canonized twenty ten or twenty nine two thousand nine. Marianne Cope twenty twelve. What's that hat doing? And then, oh gosh, while I was there, so you were not, while I'm, while I'm. That doesn't look like it fits your head. Listen to this. While I'm in <laughs> Hawaii. beautiful. I, we visited this, I don't even, I don't remember the name of it. This beautiful, um, this like beautiful spot where like I was, it, just this overlook of like the ocean. And, and so I took a picture and so then, like on Facebook every day, mostly for my mom. That's the whole purpose of my Facebook account is to keep my mom updated <laughs> on what I'm doing. But on my Facebook, I posted this picture anyway. So later that night, I'm just you know kind of the day's over, and I'm looking through, and I see on my parishioner Daryl White, who lives right up the street. Yeah. I see on his the exact same picture. And Missy, Daryl and Missy. Yeah. And I was like, why? Why would they take a picture from my 
Facebook and put it on theirs. What the heck? Jerks. And then I realized <laughs> we were in the same place like a half hour apart. No. Come on. They were what? there. That's weird. So I text. They were stalking you. I text, uh, I text them and I said, are you guys in Kona? What are you doing? And they were. <laughs> and we had dinner. And then explain the hat. That's oh, where I'm going. Oh, then. yeah. And so then and so there was a guy. This started with, sorry. what is this? <laughs> I'm a little jet lagged. There was a guy who made hats out of palms. Yeah, okay. And Missy bought one and thought that I would want it. And now, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't have anywhere to put it in my bag. So she brought it back and then delivered it to our house. And it's now at our house. I thought maybe you didn't have any place to put it, so you wore it back. No, <laughs> no. In fact, there was a lot of things I was given in Hawaii that I, did, I couldn't bring back. N- name one. Like, uh, chocolate-covered macadamia nuts. Oh, you can't bring them back to the mainland. No, you can. But you I could. didn't have room. For mac nuts? <laughs> it was like a huge box. That's something you, you make I brought you coffee. Back off. Ooh. I brought you Kona coffee. You dude. thought of me? Why are father and father fighting? Somebody <laughs> no, no, no. The day before he left, he's I like, almost, I am leaving and I, I don't want to see your face. I could for not seven wait days. to leave, mostly because of Father Carey. <laughs> okay. I, said, I said something really funny to you and you didn't even laugh. And everybody funny, else. Funny slash rude. Everybody else in the house laughed. <laughs> but I am glad to be back. I'm never leaving again. My love language giving. Pester and annoy. Okay. Uh, last abuse. week, last week we Schmooze. we we're gonna be walking uh, through the mass, the holy mass. Uh huh. So last week we did a little show solely on preparing for mass. Uh, I just want to say our explanation of the mass is actually longer than mass. Just so you know. Oh, totally. This show's a half hour. We spent a half hour on preparing for mass. Oh. Today we're going to spend a half hour talking about the, the opening rites. The introductory rites. The rights, introductory rites. I got the missile right here, yeah. Roman missile. So, uh, Kyle, real quick, what, uh, yes. what's, one, what's one way that you prepare for mass? Um, I go over the readings Ooh. and the prayers of the mass. Oh, and the uh, prayers, too. We didn't yeah. really talk about that. So I like going over the, especially the big four ones that the priest says, like the, the opening prayer the one over the offerings and stuff, because it's just like, these are the prayers the church picked for that day. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There Pretty we go. Cool. Okay. Sweet. Okay. So the mm-hmm. introductory rites. So so here's what happens. You come to mass, and this is true of daily mass. Or this is true of Sunday mass. Mostly, we're going to be concentrating on Sunday mass because okay. that's the universal experience of most Catholics, or it should be, because yep. every Sunday is a holy day of obligation. <laughs> All Saints. All Saints. Holy Ash day. Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, not a holy day of obligation. Christmas. Christmas, holy day of obligation. But this year it's on a Sunday. Uh, January 2nd, Feast of St. Carrie of Tulsa. January 2nd, isn't that the feast of uh, Elizabeth the, Ann Seton? No, it's the birthday of Trezele Zoo and Basil the Great and Gregory Nazianza. Oh. oh, January 4th is Elizabeth Ann Seton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what about... It's also hol- your birthday. Second is the holy day of obligation in my life. Okay, so you come to Mass well prepared. If you listen to last week's episode to prepare for Mass... That's go go listen Prepare to that. The way. All right. So then you come in and mass begins. So typically on a Sunday at a parish, there is some invitation yep. to stand. Uh we do that here. We do a little welcome. Today is the you know the 32nd Sunday of ordinary time. 
the readings can be found, you know, whatever, some some sort of informational, um, yep. or they might just say wherever you're, whatever your parents, they might just say, please stand, uh, <laughs> or or the music starts, or there's a bell, yep. something that uh-huh. that starts, and so then so the people stand. Let's talk about that. Why? Why? Because they're no, you ask down. Yeah. Why? Why? So postures are going to be a whole thing as we move through the mass. Every single posture, sometimes we're standing, sometimes we're sitting, sometimes we're kneeling. Okay. So t- you tell me why. And the whole standing. time we should all be holding hands. No, stop. No. Oh, wait, don't, even, sorry. don't even go in that sorry. direction. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the whole time we should be offering each other peace whenever peace. you want. No. O- only the servers. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so why stand? That you tell me. I'm asking, Kyle. <laughs> Yes, the seminarian theological questions. Heck yeah. Uh, well, okay. So why? Why, why not sit? Why not kneel? Why not lie down? Okay, so the, um, the well, one, it is the liturgy is heaven on earth. If you if you go in any of these readings about what the heck is going on, what the beauty that is going on in the in the mass, which means to send in this divine liturgy, is that heaven and earth are full of God's glory. That's what we sing. So we're not just a bunch of people who have gathered together in a building where the church, alive and young, as Pope Benedict says, where this church on a pilgrimage journey, where this church also joining the church in heaven and purgatory, both triumphant suffering oh. and, the, and the church on pilgrimage. And so when the liturgy begins, we imitate what's going on in heaven. And it's not just standing around, it's lifting ourselves up out oh. of the present day comforts. Oh, right. But also, I think architecturally, you know, I'm building a building, and so I had to research whether we were going to actually put kneelers or pews. The discussion happened hmm. because we were building a church from 386, a model of it, and that church never had pews. So the, the liturgy was always a standing liturgy. Mm. Just like the temple in Jerusalem, because the pews turned out about, oh, I think somewhere in the 15, 1600s when people would sit and listen to sermons. So right off the bat, it's not about standing or sitting or I think kneeling. It's about like, what are we architectural? What's architecturally going on? Pews didn't exist there. So the church was always in the midst of standing in the presence of God. Mm. And then there were certain times of the year where there were penitential times when you knelt or you did these things, but then the um, the universal church has these, like meets the architectural involvement, says, okay, we're going to put kneelers and pews in the church because that's, oh. because there's this homily. All right. Yep. So this is what, I'm going to read a little bit from the general instruction of the Roman Missal. Uh, the germ. Commonly called the germ. And it says this, uh, when the people are gathered, so it doesn't have a particular time, But when the people are gathered, Uh and as the priest enters with the deacon and ministers, the entrance chant begins. So that can be a song, or that can be, as we do here, yeah, the the entrance antiphon. Its purpose is to open the celebration, foster the unity of those who have gathered, introduce their thoughts to the mystery of the liturgical time or festivity, and accompany the procession of the priests and ministers. Yeah, it's lovely. Okay, so we say, please stand. The bell rings, whatever. In come uh, many times like servers, priest, deacon. Yep. Sometimes we're people are carrying things. So, for example, a, like a processional cross. Correct. Okay. Uh, they might be carrying candles, depending on your you know your church. 
many times, especially on Sundays, the deacon is carrying a very large book. <gasps> tell book us of? about tell us about the book. I I uh, Bishop Robert Barron had this line one time. He says, "Whenever there was processions coming into towns, uh, it, they um they, they said the the the." The group that won the war and were bringing back the spoils of victory. Whoa. And like in this sign is victory. So not only is it like something victorious, the cross. So there's a cross coming in. There's also incense mm. uh, to both blind yep. you and choke you, but also to bless Cover and the smell of the people. Oh, yeah. Uh, to, to swing around, to give aroma to the place, mm -hmm. uh, to give it sacredness. And then this book of the Gospels that says this is something that has been won. It's victory and divine Ooh, life like in that. Jesus Christ. Mm. And so the it's the gospel is is held up in this procession as it's brought in by the deacon cool. or another priest can carry it as yep. well. Yep. Okay, so we get all we get all the way in, and then you get up to the the altar area, the sanctuary. Uh -huh. There is a, a genuflect, a genuflection. So the the deacon like goes up and puts the the book of the Gospels. Lays it on there. Lays it, it on the stand altar. It. Yep. Doesn't yep. stand, it lays on mm. the altar. Oh, it's not supposed to stand? It's not supposed to stand. I mean, we don't. We lay it, it just says it has to lay on the altar. Oh. People build like these things to stand on there. Is that true? Yep. Hmm. Why right. does it say that it needs to lay on there? Uh, well, let's not get into that. Oh, That's right, uh, okay, okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, I'm learning things. Okay, so then, then something very interesting happens. The priests... The, pre the clergy, priests and deacons, however many there are, priests and deacons, usually one of each, we go up to the altar and... And then you what? And we smell it. You <laughs> tell, we smell, I love right. that story. And it's so smell. good. I do tell this, I tell this story when I'm walking people through the Mass. My little nephew, who's now like 21 years old, and he would say, Uncle, Uncle Brian, why do you guys smell the altar? <laughs> and I'll say, oh, we're... At, we're kissing it. He goes, oh. Well, why do you kiss it? That's gross. <laughs> anyway, so we kiss the altar. Why? A sign of reverence. Because what is the altar? You uh, gave it one time. You gave a talk about the dedication of the altar, the blessing yes. and the consecration yes. altar, and the wound and the crosses that were cut into it. Like you say, it's like it is like the altar is the slab on the top. Yeah. Not the box below. Right. And it's not the floor. It's the slab on the top. Yep. But you said it was like it was like anointing Christ's body. Yes. Because there's these five crosses. When a church is dedicated. So yeah. ours, you know, us will be five years in March. You, you're going to dedicate your church in April. April 29th. There's, they take chrism, sacred chrism. The same chrism we use at baptisms, confirmations, and ordinations. Uh -huh. And we put it on the altar. So chrism is not just for people. Chrism can also be for objects. Yep. So in, a, in the dedication of a church, we, we anoint the altar and we anoint the walls. Okay. And so the altar is anointed. Um, and so therefore, it, beco it becomes holy. It becomes something dedicated for a very specific purpose. Um, we don't bring, you know, we don't, you don't sort of throw stuff on there or, you know, it's, it's, it's for the celebration of the Eucharist. The sacrifice of the Mass. So we go up and we kiss the altar. Because it is the, it is in air quotes, it is the body of Jesus. Yep. Yep. In a way. So nothing's really been said yet. I mean, other than maybe an entrance hymn or, or, you know, so we go up, we kiss the altar and then we go to the chair. And then the very first words out of the mouth of the priest is, are what? Uh, not is. The, the very first words are this. Of and the I, Mass. And I love this because Pope Benedict 
did a writing on this, and then I went to I, I went to fact check Pope Benedict because oh. I wanted to see Always if this a good was. Move. He says we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and he says remember that in I n is not a preposition like e, like if you read it in Greek it says the word is ace nomen uh, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit but the word is e i s. It's not E-N, E-V. E-V in Greek is in also, but that's the preposition to go in a door or go in a room or it's like anything a squirrel can do to a tree. That's the preposition. That's not what the the word in is at the beginning of the name of the Father. It's actually ace, which means literally, I looked it up and I was like, wow, he's onto something. He's he's fat. It means to encapsulate. Within. Yeah, it means to cover over. It means to wrap yourself up in. So when Jesus says, go out and baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, he says, go out and ace, wrap people up in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And that's where we begin the liturgy. Dig it. I know. So the germ says, uh, the priest, the priest stands it? at the chair and together with the whole gathering, signs himself with the sign of the cross. Yeah. So that's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. When we make the sign of the cross, whether you do it at church or whether you do it on your own, um, it's it, it's you're making a cross on your body, okay, forehead to chest, left shoulder, right shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Um, you're making that sign of Jesus's death of of our salvation. You're making it on your very body, and we do all that. We do that all together. So the priest says, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He's the only one who says that. Yep. And then the people say, Amen. 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 They sing it or say it. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the priest greets the people. And there's a few different uh, versions there. The, the typical one you hear is, the Lord be with you. My favorite is, the grace of our Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit be, be with you all. No, you're doing that. <laughs> no, what? don't, don't. What? Don't what? what did Y'all do? is not a liturgical word. It is. <laughs> with and with. It's with, not. It's not in there. Can I, I the change Roman? it? Can I change it to if 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 I want to say, you yeah, guys? Yeah. Yins. The Lord be with you guys. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Lord be with you. The Lord be with everyone here. <laughs> So, so I'm not allowed to change the words Stop of the changing. mass? Stop changing things. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble, Obama. All right. So then, <laughs> then the priest can make it's a little true. introduction if he wants to. Um, usually, I just, I just say, uh, brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. So what's happening there? We're, the priest is inviting people. So we say, brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and then you yell your sins out loud. No. <laughs> no. Oh, we don't? No. Silently, you acknowledge your sins. Yep. And, but, but for a purpose, to prepare ourselves to, to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Yeah, so yeah. we start with asking for forgiveness of our sins. Amen. Yeah. And so then there's, there should be a pause, uh, a, a pause of some sort. Yeah, it says, it says um, a brief pause for silence oh. follows. What does brief mean? Um, it's a, a brief is a, a few seconds, yeah. but not a minute. You know, a few not se- a minute, a yeah. few seconds. Yeah. But th- that's also part of the preparation. You may have gone to the sacrament of confession, 
uh, and, and you've already examined your conscience. Like, am I am I prepared to receive Holy Communion today? I like to get. I'm like a five, eight, ten second guy. Really? Let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Wow. Dead air. I confess oh, to Almighty go. God and to you. Yeah. All right. So then the, we have the penitential rite. Uh-huh. So some, most of the time you'll hear, at least here, I think you guys do it too. We have what's called the confidier, which is that longer prayer. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. that I have greatly sinned uh-huh. in my thoughts and in my words. Yep. And then this is my favorite line. In what I have done... And in what I have failed to do, I think way mm. o- so often we just think of like the active sins that we do, but there are a lot of things we could do that we don't do, and we should do, and those are called sins of omission. So we include all that. Okay, what is with the? Then we strike our breast. What's going on? Uh, What's going you, on there? Did you uh, did you celebrate Mass last Sunday? Yeah. Sorry, I said that with a really high pitch. Well, I was in Hawaii. So, did you celebrate Mass last Sunday? What yeah. were you doing? I was in Hawaii. I know, but don't I celebrated Mass, mass at the parish. I celebrated four Masses. What was the other priest doing? He, they have six Masses at that parish. I had four, he had two. Okay. Why, why did you ask that? Because last Sunday at Mass, no, was it last Sunday or the Sunday before last? It was two Sundays ago. The guy in the back of oh, the temple, the he said, he's yep. striking his breast. From the saying, Gospel of Luke, yeah. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Oh, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. So that, that's where that comes from. It's asking mercy upon ourselves and uh, like, like gently striking our heart. And admitting our fault. Like yeah. that's, that's what we're doing at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's Some people really kind of wail on themselves. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? What are, what are we supposed to do? It, it, it's you know gently strike your your is it, breast. Does it say gently? It's, it says and striking their breasts, they say through my fault, through my fault. So it doesn't say gently. I mean, but you could really unload on yourselves, and that would be, I, I'm, gives a new meaning to beating yourself up a little. It bit. would yeah. hurt. Yeah, I I mean I like it. It's a it's a you know. But there's some people who like really kind of wind up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why why would you do? It's like you're do your penance. Do it some other place. I used right. to just punch myself right in the face. <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you look like that. Then I went to seminary, and they were like, stop doing that. I was like, okay, I didn't know. Okay. All right, so then we, so then we come to the end of the confidier, and then the, and then the priest says, we actually call them words of absolution. Hmm. Um, what, uh, if I'm not in the Mass, I don't know the words. Uh, may Almighty God have may mercy Almighty God have mercy on yeah, us. Yeah. Forgive us, us our sins, sins uh-huh. and bring, bring us, us to everlasting life. life. Kyle, you're going to be such a good priest. <laughs> um, but one of the things the germ says, the rite concludes with the priest's absolution, which, however, lacks the efficacy of the sacrament of penance. Okay. So it doesn't so forgive mortal sins. Mortal sins, right. So if you have mortal sin, if you have venial sin, the, the penitential rite at Mass can forgive venial sin, if you're sorry. Okay. So that's cool. Okay, then... I am uh, sorry. Then stop calling me Shirley. most of the year, most of the year, not Advent, not Lent, Boo. we then sing or say, most of the time we sing on Sundays, a beautiful hymn glory that is called God the Gloria. The, uh, yes. what, is, uh, what is the Gloria? The, the Gloria, I, I like an explanation I heard one time. It was, you know, after we take a minute and tell God ourselves and everybody else, 
how terrible we are and failed at life and loving our neighbor and being holy, it's then we stop looking at ourselves and we mm. do what's most important is to look to God and worship yes. Him. Yes, mm. and, and that's it. So um, it comes from the Gospel of Luke. It's the it's the beginning of the the um, the the talk of, with the angels, yep. the angelos, the messengers. Um, angelos in Greek means evangelists, uh, or evangelist means angelos. It's the same thing. And, and what do they do? They're announcing this arrival of God who has come into the flesh, who has arrived. At Christmas time, Jesus, the second person of the Most Holy Trinity, Emmanuel with us, and so then we we're, that's what we're announcing. It's an, it's awesome. So it begins, "Glory to God in the highest." So we call it the Gloria because in Latin, that's the first word. Gloria in excelsis Deo, et in terra pax There you go. So so the words are "Glory to God in the highest." And on earth, peace to people of goodwill. So it's from Luke chapter 2. Yep. And then we just we just launch in. We praise you. We bless you. We adore you. We glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father. What a litany that. there. Isn't that great? It is so beautiful. Good. We praise you. We bless you. I love that. Boom. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. Testify, Kyle. And Mm. then, for you alone, I love that, you alone, you alone, Mm. nobody Mm. else. You alone are the The Holy Holy One. One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. We get a little Trinitarian here. Uh Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. I love that. Mm. The Gloria. We, we now do the Gloria at weddings, by the way. Yeah, yeah. When I was first ordained, it was not in there. It was The Gloria was really? not in a wedding. Well, it, oh. it was in there. You could. You could. But nobody it, did. It was in the ritual, but it never stated it in the missal. Right. So now when the new translation came, whenever that was, 2012, 2011, something like that, the Gloria at weddings. Yeah. At a wedding mass is now required. Okay, and then we come to what most people just call the opening prayer, but actually has an official name. Kyle, what is that name? The collect. The, the, co- the collect. The colander. The collect. <laughs> so it, so it usually we'd say, oh, okay, and then after the opening prayer, then we do this. But it's, it's actually called the collect. Why? Why is it called that? Because huh? the priest huh? is collecting the prayers oh. of the people out there. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Aggregating everything so the into one. The priest says or sings, let, let us, us pray. pray. And so it's really cool because it's the priest praying on behalf of the people. So he says, let us pray. Not you don't. Not, everyone doesn't just launch into whatever prayer they want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Our Father, art in heaven, hell there ain't full of grace. I want Jesus. my Jesus wearing yeah. it. <laughs> That'd be, that would be <laughs> nine pounds, six ounces. He says, he says, let us pray. And so he's kind of, he's collecting kind of the prayers. And so that's actually a moment when the priest says, let us pray. Like you should go internal and think about things you want to pray for. Let us pray. And then you, okay. Can I read it for this weekend? Uh, yes. For the 32nd Sunday? It is. 32nd Sunday in ordinary time. Go. Almighty and merciful God. Graciously keep from us all adversity, so that, unhindered in mind and body alike, 
we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. That's amazing. What's so amazing about it? I just love, so I mean, it's just this, the collection of the prayers. So when, when, when the priest is doing that, pay attention because he's praying now on your behalf. Um, and who's he talking to? Who's the priest talking to? He's so talking now, to the Father. What's the opening line? God the Father. God the Father, right? So the priest is like kind of look. you don't, I mean, he kind, he's not supposed to be like looking at the people, sort of looking out. I mean, you're usually looking at the book. Yeah. But he's praying on your behalf to God the Father. And it gives the mass now uh, like a beautiful uh, focus. What's that? It says um, the Son, Jesus Christ, the priest stands in the place of Jesus Christ, prays to the Father by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And then the people's response is, is, I, amen. is to say amen. I believe. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is, so by saying amen, you are like acknowledging that that prayer has been prayed on your mm-hmm. behalf. I always laugh because mm-hmm. sometimes we say things like on Ash Wednesday, uh, let's begin this campaign of Christian service, and people say amen. It's like, yeah. okay, knuckleheads, sometimes did you actually know what you just said amen to? <laughs> I have read and agreed to the terms and conditions. <laughs> amen. It's always uh, yeah, always concluded with the, tr- with the Trinitarian formula and the people saying or singing Amen. Uh-huh, man. Okay, so that's the introductory rites. Yeah, yeah. That's the beginning of the Mass. And so then next week we're going to talk about next week? the liturgy yes. of the Word. Ooh. Ooh, word to your mom. Word to your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. What's your yeah, mom's no. name? Sour? All right, so anyway, go to Mass, everyone. Go to Mass. Sandy? Dive in to the introductory rites. Uh-huh. Get some freedom of heart, people. Yeah. All right, have a great day. Peace.